And remember how the Philistines is scattered after the death of Goliath. They all took in all directions. And many of them ended up dying. And many of them ended up regretting for the rest of their lives. And here is David playing himself into the enemy camp. And so, as the servants inform the king that this guy is a threat, David comes up with a plot. David comes up with a plan. And he pretends to be a madman. And so by the time he is presented before the king, if you go to First Samuel, and by the time he appears before the king, he is writing on the ground in a very uncoordinated manner. Look at verse 13, First Samuel chapter 21. So he changed his behavior before them and pretended to be insane in their hands and made marks on the doors of the gate and let his spittle run down his beard. Then Akish said to his servants, Behold, you see the man is a mad. Why then have you brought him to me? Do I lack a madman that you have brought this fellow to behave as a madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? At that point, instead of killing or doing away with David, that is when his redemption came. Because the moment he was ushered into the presence of the king, it meant his end. He would be executed summarily. But he pretended to be a madman. Friends, what then is righteousness? Righteousness is being morally good and just. That is one of the definitions in the Christian dictionary. And then being right is being good and being correct and being just. That is how the dictionary is defined. But we are told the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. What characterizes the righteous? And then, who are the righteous? Before I get there, we need to understand that in this Christian journey, sometimes there is distress. In this Christian walk, there is affliction. But whether in you are distressed, whether you are afflicted, the Bible says good days come later. What is important is to cry to the Lord. What is important is to stick to the Lord. What is important is to pursue the Lord. What is important is to submit and surrender wholly and fully to the Lord. In many cases, when a lady gets to 25 and is thinking of getting to stair number 3, 30 plus, many questions come. 
When a young man approaches a girl in the fellowship and they turn him away, he begins to look at himself and ask, what is wrong with me? I work with Makerere University Business School. Currently, people are on exams. People don't want to fail and do a retake. They rather cheat, some of them, because of despair. When the hard times come, as a Christian, the prudent thing is to cry to the Lord. The prudent thing is to get godly counsel. The prudent thing is to ask for help from God-fearing men and God-fearing women. The righteous people seek to please God in their life. Being righteous does not mean being perfect. As human beings, we make mistakes. We will become perfect when we get there, when we transform. But as long as we are on this planet Earth, we cannot be perfect. But the Bible says we need to pursue righteousness. And the Bible says in Psalm 34, verse 15, our theme verse, the eyes of the Lord are on those who are set apart for God. The eyes of the Lord are on those who seek to please God whether in private or in public, whether it is difficult or it's not difficult, whether they have something to give or they don't have anything to give, whether they have anything to eat or they don't have what to eat. They are submitted and surrendered to the Lord and they determine and they decide and they purpose only to please the Lord and live for the Lord. Because in the end, they know at a later time, God will come to their rescue. God will not leave them. God will not forsake them. After all, that is what God promises. Righteous people seek to please the Lord. Righteous people seek to follow the commands of the Lord. And in the commands of the Lord, you find his promises. And in the commands of the Lord, God speaks. And in the commands of the Lord, God corrects us. And in the commands of the Lord, God rebukes us. And in the commands of the Lord, God encourages us. So they seek to pursue. They seek to obey. They seek not only to please the Lord, but to follow what he tells them to do. And this is what characterized the life of David. You know that in the story of David and Goliath, when he was confronted by Goliath, he said, how can an uncircumcise this Philistine? disgrace the armies of the Almighty God and the name of the Lord. And he said, God, when I was taking care of the sheep, when a bear came, even when a lion came, you gave me victory. But who is this fellow? And that is 
giving glory to God. Righteous people give God the glory. Today we want to be connected. And then we glorify our political party. And then we glorify our culture. And then we glorify our credentials. And then we glorify our achievements. One of the adverts on TV that ran for a time. Somebody said, my cows are my life. Somebody said, my car is my life. Somebody said, and all kinds of trash. Nobody said, my life is about God. Nobody. And that is dangerous. And that takes us away from God. Psalm 14, verse 1. Psalm 14, verse 1. And verse 2. The fool says in his heart there is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. There are people who have gone ahead to actually say there is no God. But you look at what verse 2 says. The Lord looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand who seek after God. So not only is God on the righteous, God is eyes on the righteous, God, God is looking at everybody, day in, day out, night in, night out. And he wants to see, what are you and I, what are we up to? And in Psalm 36, verse 1, he says, Transgression or evil speaks to the unrighteous or to people who are wicked. And deep in his heart, there is no fear of God before his eyes. We have many who don't fear God. Jeremiah chapter 52 verse 2 and he did what was not right in the sight of God or what was evil in the sight of God according to all that Jehoiakim had done. This was a king who decided to do evil. And so God brings a word of caution. Jeremiah chapter 9. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise man boast because of his wisdom. And let not the mighty boast because of their might. And let not the rich boast because of their riches. And then he continues in verse 24. I'm reading Jeremiah chapter 9. And then he continues in verse 24. Let whoever boasts, boasts because of this, that he or she knows, understands, and he knows me. Two words. 
boast because you understand and know the Lord. John 1.12, the Bible says, as many as he received him, he gave them the power to become children of God, to relate with him, to know him, to understand him, to walk with him. And he says, let whoever boast, boast because of this one thing, that they understand and they know me. Today we boast because of our achievements. Today we boast because of our money. Today, because we, today we boast forgetting that the blessings we have are actually from God. We want people to praise us and say all kinds of good things about us. And sometimes it is actually a mockery. The only one who is faithful, whom we should put our faith and our trust in, is God. And that is why David said, the eyes of the Lord connect with those who obey him, with those who seek him, with those who pursue him. In other words, the righteous. The eyes of the Lord are on those who make it a point that in their lives and in everything, they are out to please the Lord. We have pleased the people enough. It is a high time we please the Lord. We have pleased our cultural leaders enough. It is a high time we pleased the Lord. We have pleased our bosses strategically because of wanting allowance, because of wanting a promotion, because of wanting a salary increase. And you manipulate and you coerce and you corner. You even malice other people in the way. It is time to please the Lord. Because the Lord connects with those who please him. The Lord clicks those who please him. When you are on a computer, you don't click anyhow. You click the icon that you want. If it is to open word, that is when you click. If it is to close, that is when you click. And so he says, let the person who boasts, boasts because he knows, he understands and he knows me. And what do they understand and know about me? That I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, I am the Lord who practices justice. I am the Lord who is righteous in all the earth. And in these I delight. Psalm 34. Before I bring this to a conclusion. Our theme verse Psalm 34. Before I bring this to a conclusion. We would pick it from verse 11. And he says, come all children, listen to me. 
I will teach you the fear of the Lord. And he brings in the fear of the Lord. Remember the Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. The connection begins at the point when we confess and believe in Jesus Christ to be our Lord and personal Savior. And so he says, come all children, listen to me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. And the Bible goes ahead to say, the fear of the Lord, that is the beginning of wisdom. And so he says, come. And I am happy that this afternoon you came. And many others who are with us on social media. And then he continues in verse 12 to say, what man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? He poses a question. Who is there? In other words, in verse 12 he's saying, who wants to live his or her full life? Who wants to live long? And how many people want to enjoy good? You know, it is very easy to want other people to be nice to us. And we are not nice at all and we are not nice to anybody. But he gives advice here in verses 13. And he says, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. There are many types of lies. There are many types of deceit in Uganda today. To the point that people tell you that is a naked lie. Which means there is a covered one. I am told of a family where the wife built a house and completed it and the husband and her children didn't know. And as they were looking for a place to rent, she told somebody to advertise the house and went and told the husband, there is a very good house here, newly built. And the husband entered into agreement with the other one who was pretending to be a landlord and the husband started renting their own house. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Verse 14, he continues to say, turn away from evil and do good. And then he concludes verse 14 by saying, seek peace and pursue it. Verse 15, he brings out what we read in Psalm 34 verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. Verse 15, 16, the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and he delivers them out of all their troubles. Verse 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and he saves the crushed in spirit. Even when it doesn't work out, even when it becomes hard, Remember what Job went through. Now instead of a personal relationship with God, we are still running after men of God. We are still running after women of God. Because they will tell you to sow a seed and miracles will happen. 
and they have known what you want to hear. You want to hear that you are going to get a visa to the U.S. Procedures of getting a visa are very clear. In fact, these days you just click. You get them online. You don't need even to go to the embassy. But the man of God will tell you, come and sow a seed and then you are going to get a visa. Even when you don't know what you want to go and do, even when you don't have what to do, you begin to run that it is time for me also to go to the United States of America. A young lady was deceived. Second year doing law, going to third year. Law, Makerere University. Asked me and my wife and said, what do I do? I now say, come to say bye to you. I have an opportunity to travel. And we said, excuse me. What exactly are you going to do? Said I have gotten an opportunity to go and continue and finish my studies from the U.S. We said, why don't you finish? And then you go to the U.S. and do your master's. She said, actually she kept quiet and then disappeared. The next time we heard from her, she was at the departure lounge at the Entebbe International Airport. After two months, we heard from her she was in Turkey, not in the U.S. And she was hiding because the government was looking for a way of arresting her. And she was asking for help. And eventually they got her and she was put in. As we talk more than five years, she's still in the coolers there. Even when it becomes tough, let's not accept to be deceived. And he says in verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. It becomes tough, it becomes hard, but the Lord knows at the right time he will come to your rescue. Stick in there, keep in there. All around Job was hopelessness. You read the story of Job, all around Job was hopelessness. Even his one and only wife told him, curse God and die. And close the chapter. Why this extreme? Job persisted. Read Job chapter 42. And the Bible tells you the latter part of Job was blessed more than even the former. More blessed because he stuck to pleasing the Lord. What we lack in church today, what we lack in Uganda today, what we lack in families today is men and women who have decided to please the Lord who have decided to live a righteous life. There are some jobs that some people need to resign from. Can I say that again? That there are some jobs that some people need to resign from. Because they are not godly at all. Trafficking human beings is a million dollar business in Uganda. 
people have gotten ways of making money. And regardless of what the law says, and regardless of the guidelines that are in place, there is still illegal trafficking of people. I was at the, one, I was at the departure lounge at, at Entebbe International Airport, and I watched these young ladies, three of them. The plane was, people were boarding. I remember it was an Ethiopian, Ethiopian Airlines. And as I watched while I was waiting for my flight, I saw these three ladies peep and then they saw their friends beginning to board in a line. And the three who had been held back started crying. Crying to go to become slaves in the land of Ishmael, the enemy of God. Christians today, like David, instead of taking refuge in Judah, went and took refuge in Gath, the land of the enemies of God. No wonder Christians today have gone to take refuge in drunkardness. They drink in order to sleep. No wonder Christians go to witch doctors. I am still studying a particular day of the week in this city. Sometimes you will not even get a jam. And one day when I started to ask around, somebody told me on this particular day, there is a shrine in such and such a place, there is a shrine in such and such a place, and that is where people go, and they are not in town. I am still doing my mapping to establish the truth of it. But devil worship is real. No wonder we have done all kinds of wickedness. Let's cry to the Lord for help. Verse 17. Verse 19, verse 19, Psalm 34. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones, verse 20. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Affliction will instead slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Four things before I pray. The Lord, his eyes are on the righteous. Those are people who have decided and purposed whatever it takes, whatever it costs, I will please the Lord. Because God Number one, you and I need to understand God is a faithful God. Number two, God fulfills his promises. When he says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Friends, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. God is faithful. And God fulfills his promises. Number three, 
we need to have faith in God. And a solid faith, not unwavering, not with a double mind. Solid faith. So that when God begins to look at men and women in my generation, in our generation, he sees Francis is a man after God's own heart. And then number four, Jesus still remains the way, the truth, and the life. For one, no one goes to the Father except through him. Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior? That is where it begins. That is where God ushers you into righteousness so that you are able to please him, so that you are able to understand him, so that you are able to know him. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that even when we are low, your eyes are on us. Even when we are hopeless, you are looking for a remnant. You don't look for crowds. You are looking for one individual. Friends, as we continue in prayer, I feel there is somebody here who is saying, from today, I purpose only to please the Lord. Regardless of whoever you have been pleasing, why don't you stand up? I want to pray for you. I want to request you. You are saying, today I purpose only to please the Lord. Let me ask you kindly, stand up where you are seated. And by standing up, you are just surrendering to God and telling God, God, I stand in your presence. I stand in your sanctuary. I purpose to please you. And all you are saying is, God, help me. And all you are saying is, God, Give me that power. Give me that ability. Give me that enablement. And God is going to give you that power. And God is going to help you break through. Father, these men and women have stood in your presence, desiring only to please you. I pray that you take hold of each one of them. I pray, Lord, that you strengthen them. I pray, Lord, that you lead and order their footsteps. I pray, Lord, that you guard them. I pray, Lord, that you bless them. I pray, Lord, that you keep them safe and secure in you, in your embrace, in your bosom. That no harm, no evil, no danger may befall or even come near them. And even when an affliction comes... Lord, you will deliver them and help them to move on. Father, even when they stumble, even when they fall, Lord, you will lift them up and they will continue to walk and they will continue to run and they will continue to seek you and they will continue to pursue you and continue to pursue your purposes. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you wipe away their tears for those who have cried to you for long. 
that you fulfill their desires, you fulfill their plans, and let there be an open door and an open heaven for each one of them in the name of Jesus. I cover each of them with the blood of Jesus and I build a hedge of fire around them. Father, I pray that you continue speaking to us and Lord, that you continue blessing our time here together. That Lord, as we continue the rest of the day, you alone will be honored, you alone will be glorified. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.